The Adventures I'm of Bradley Ryan. and Donna, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, Hi. boy. Just being silly. Be sure to tune in. So silly. Tomorrow morning to hear the final day of the My Talk Awards. We got a shot. That's right. We've got a shot. Now on to something that's going to make everybody feel not so good <laughs> is password sharing. Sell it. Netflix is cracking down finally. Yeah, so it's been confirmed that Netvic. Netvic. <laughs> Netvix? Yeah, that's a bunch of guys named Victor. Hey, my name is the, Vic, and I got a the, net. They, they love the internet. Come watch my movie. Netflix. Uh. No, anyway, Netflix. Uh, sorry, Friday mouth early. Netflix has unveiled the first details of their new anti-password sharing measures. And it's not going to make anyone happy, especially people who are sharing their passwords. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, my daughter and I, which is two people, for God's sake. It's just that she lives in Missouri and I live here. Well, they don't care about you. Well, okay. Because I, I, I mean, at least I'm assuming because they have changed it such that your daughter will no longer be able to use your network. Netflix. Why is that so hard? (laughs) Netflix. Pete Wicks. And uh, anyway. Your Netflix password. So after months, by the way, of warning you, Dawn, that they were taking away this privilege, they have now uh, shown that their anti-password sharing measures are coming and they're ready to unleash them upon you. Would you like to know how this is going to work? I do, because I've heard it's confusing. It is confusing. Now, Here's what I will tell you. I don't have all the answers, so uh, please don't at me, but I can refer you to the internet. And they do have a help, like FAQ setup. So okay. if you've got all these like compli- convoluted, complicated questions, yeah. go for it. But, you know, there are over 100 million users worldwide. And of those 100 million users worldwide, a lot of them are sharing their passwords. The way that I initially read this was, or this sort of blanket thing that you should take away from this is that... If you're not in the same home with a person, you're not going to be able to share passwords, which brings up a lot of like, Boo! like your daughter or think about uh, like if your kid was in college still and you gave them your password, they're not going to be able to do that. And no, I saw a TikTok of a guy who reached out to confirm that from Netflix and they're like, yeah, sorry, your daughter in college is not going to be able to use your password anymore. And he goes, well, cancel my account. And they're like, okay. So um, just pointing out that they're making it super easy to cancel. They're not going to try to like throw up roadblocks or try to And they don't care if you're canceling. Because they know you'll be back. Because they know that they're going to make a ton of money off of this because now we're hooked. You know, now we have to have it. And people are going to be like, all right, I'll sign up for an account. And the way this will work is that they're going to ask you to connect your your Wi-Fi as your primary location. So whichever your primary location is, you set that up with that Wi-Fi network. You're going to open the app or the website and uh, you got to watch something. And that'll only be valid for like 30, I think 31 days. So then after 31 days, you're going to have to um, reconnect. You're going to have to make sure you're continually reconnecting with the same home network. And if you don't, then you won't be able to use that account. Okay. So let's say you're somebody who travels for months at a time. You know, they go out of the country because they're with Doctors Without Borders and they're doing good things in the world and they just want to wind down with Netflix in their tent in Botswana. What do they do? Yeah. Uh, Again, you would have to... I don't know if there's a temporary... Holly alluded to the fact that there might be like a temporary password. I assume, though, like you can probably reset and again, go on the website, get the actual verbatim FAQ. But my assumption would be 
you can reset wherever that home is, but it's only going to, they're only going to allow you to do that so many times within that 31 day period. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you can pick it, but you're not going to be able, I mean, it, it raises a lot of questions, not just like the one you suggested, which seems like obvious. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, think about someone who travels for business. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody who travels like for months at a time out in a of the different country. city or even is in a different city constantly. Did you know this is something interesting? We tried to log on to Netflix and watch American shows and it blocked us in Europe from watching the oh, American yeah. shows. My, I'm an American. Yeah, but you're I should not have everything that I want. <laughs> but like, no, what I mean is it, we were shocked that we had to, we couldn't watch things oh, yeah. in that region yeah but which is, it's my phone and i'm my home address is in america yeah no absolutely it doesn't it doesn't matter it's not just netflix so i know a lot of people are taking things out of netflix i will tell you we had this experience with hulu because that's where i use my live tv i get my live tv from hulu mm-hmm. not cable anymore and it allows me to use my hulu login credentials to watch hulu programming but not live tv from more than one home so when I saw that, meaning when I tried to log into my live TV at my mom's house, mm-hmm. it's like, no, you can't do that because your home is not here. This is oh, not your home. Okay. So nice try. Why do they know so much about where my home is? Because you gave them everything that they asked for. So what if I never sign up on Netflix to say, this is my home unit? This is my home Wi-Fi. What if I never put that information well, in? Then you're never going to watch anything because they're not going to let you. <sighs> Yeah, so here here's the t- I think this is this is not going to go well. Really? Right? Because there's going to be too many issues and people are just going to give up. But I don't know what the alternative is. Yeah. Right? Because on the one hand, I want creators to get paid. We're so used to getting everything for free. Then tell the upper like, people this at just make Netflix you think to of- take it out of their salary. Yeah, I mean Budget look better. again, don't pass it on to the consumer. Who isn't paying anyway? Well, you should pay for the content you're <laughs> yeah. using. Yeah. Right? But, but we're but they've made it so easy for people to not pay that they knew this day was coming, right? Yeah. Like I don't think it's right to like I get that they have a legitimate right to ask people to pay for the content they're consuming, right? Like you shouldn't just get free stuff, right? We went through this with music, but they knew this was happening. And encouraged right. it for years. In theory, they're going to be having more subscribers because if yes. you and I, the three of us, shared an account, we would all have to get our own individual accounts. That means now there are three more subscribers. So in theory, if they want to be full, ex- full, you know, exposure, saying, "Hey, we want to make this better for creators," then they should say, "Okay, we're going to see how this goes." When it increases our members of or our number mm-hmm. of um, subscribers Subscriber. by X amount, yeah. we're going to take that X amount and reduce the cost to yeah. subscribe. Yeah, theoretically, like they could easily do that theoretically they should do that well, they know i doubt that they doubt would it. because like asking somebody or you know they giving somebody a certain price for something and then deciding like oh you've you guys have done you've such a good, good job good we're gonna job. we're gonna reduce this but again like i understand the problem that netflix is having but i would say they're the ones that cause the problem so they can't then be surprised or shocked that people are going to be upset also you know when somebody pointed this out Uh, I think it was Panda on social media that they must have talked about this, uh, or I know they did talk about it this on the morning show, that you run the risk of instead of having now three people, Mm -hmm. you have zero people Mm -hmm. because people are like, well, screw you. We'll go use another one of our streaming services for a while. 
So, like, they could just take out their frustration. I mean, in the long term, I don't think that'll probably happen because, again, if there's a show that everybody wants to see, they're going to log into Netflix. I I just wish that, like, people start... They will get smart and start using this to their advantage. Like, the whole... Like, the whole... Um, kids away at college thing and they're mm-hmm. using their parents um my my sister experienced that with her son and then he was giving out the password to all of his friends and it's like who are all these people like i'll go on to my netflix account sometimes and be like who are all these what are all these devices oh God, you know yeah. i mean I, whatever you know it's well, my i had somebody in out. other countries like i logged yeah. into my netflix once and there were like other countries ip ip addresses and somebody clearly had gotten hold of my yeah password and so then i had to rechange everything but they did add the basic with ads so technically they did roll back the costs yeah. in one form already just mm. a few months ago um the other thing the i ads. would the other thing i would say is so uh, they're making money on ads and now they're going to triple probably quadruple their subscriptions or maybe not triple but they're going to double it i would say you think that yeah netflix will double it yeah in the long term i think they have you know again I understand why people are frustrated, but if you want the content, you're going to pay for it, right? I guess so. It's just kind of sucks, doesn't it? I also don't understand why they don't do like a family thing, like Spotify, for example. Right. We have a Hulu. family plan, and it allows you to use, like connect up to six people or six accounts. Like, yeah. Why can't you do that with Netflix? Hulu, we have, like I paid for extra screens. Yeah. So it's like no problem for my daughter to log in there. I paid for it. Yeah. It's an extra price, but I, we both want to watch it. And I would, I I don't know how much more it is a month, but it's like not, it's like $3 more or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I am, I would imagine if, if they want to have a long-term solution that doesn't make them look like horrible, you know, a horrible Mm -hmm. company that's just out to take all their money, they might have options like this going forward. Who knows? But uh, so far people aren't very happy. Yeah. All right, well, well, let us know when that stops working, because I wonder if they're just going to... Hulu? Roll. Yeah. No, no, no. Netflix, I'm saying. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, I will. When we come back, an unsolved mystery, but it's probably aliens or ghosts. We'll tell you about Ooh. it when we return right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. This is the place for entertainment and a place for unsolved mysteries of the <laughs> unknown, but it's probably aliens or ghosts. Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. Yeah. You should just let him say it. I'm so excited. I am so excited. This is my childhood dreams come true. Scientists will recreate the woolly mammoth in four years' time. This is amazing. And this article comes from Popular Mechanics, so don't act like it's some kind of that's an alien story because okay. it's not it's real it is real it's probably aliens but not totally aliens mm-hmm. have you heard about this at all either of you uh, yeah. i've heard that it's a possibility mm-hmm. but i didn't know the update well do you know that it's likely to happen by the year 2027 according to colossal the biotech company that's actively working to reincarnate the long dead woolly mammoth no that's my woolly mammoth noise. I'm just curious about the real nuts and bolts of this. Well, you know what's fascinating? Good. I'm glad you got questions because I am your resident expert scienti- scientist. Scientologist. No, not woolly at all. mammoth or Scientologist. Yes. The Church of Scientology is doing this. No. No. Um, so once they, I understand how like test tube 
babies were. <laughs> That's such a 70s term. I was going to say, I don't think we no, use that term anymore. But I but... <laughs> understand how <laughs> that that happens with people. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but how does it, I mean, this is a big thing. How does it, how do you take it out of the Petri yeah, dish so, and thank into you. a womb? Thank you for asking. So a lot of money, first of all, is the answer to that question because it takes science and a lot of money to make that science happen. One of the things, I mean, I can't tell you the exact science, but what I can tell you is that I didn't know this. The woolly mammoth's DNA is 99.6% the same as an Asian elephant. So there's not that much difference. Now, here's what they say. In the minds of many, this creature is gone forever, according to this company. This is what Colossal says. But not in the minds of our scientists, nor the labs of our company. We are already in the process of the de-extinction of the woolly mammoth. Our teams have collected viable DNA samples and are editing the genes that will allow this wonderful megafauna to once again thunder through the Arctic. Now, there's Are they going to play that ACDC song whenever they yes. break open the ice totally. and the woolly mammoth comes out? Yes, that's exactly how this is going to go down, Don. <laughs> if you don't want to explain it, I actually have exact audio here for a second okay, of, of what, oh. how it yeah. works. Okay. The DNA strand, like me, is a blueprint for building a living thing. Oh. And sometimes animals that went extinct millions of years ago, like dinosaurs, left their dinosaurs. I mean, what could possibly go wrong, <laughs> right, Mike? I have no idea. It's never happened before, so. So, uh, Mike is alluding to, I think, a movie we all know and love. That's from Jurassic Park. Jurassic yes. Park, which kind of tried to do the same thing with dinosaurs. But here's the thing. With woolly mammoths, they're just they're just elephants with a fur coat. What could possibly go wrong? Aren't they enormous, though? Aren't they way bigger than Asian elephants? I don't know which. I think that's the or, mastodon. I think woolly mammoths are more like regular elephanties. Oh, okay. But, but again, um, the interesting thing is they've... Based on, you know, that gene crisper technology. Have you- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You heard of CRISPR? Like is CRISPR? it an air fryer thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs>
Yes, I John. know the air fryer can do a lot, but I did not know it can do this. Turns out, not only can it make your chicken wing sizzle, it can also bring megafauna back to life <laughs> after millions of years. Yes. Actually, only hundreds of thousands, I think, they've been gone. but um, Or tens of thousands. Didn't they have woolly mammoths like on an island off of Alaska like 20,000 years ago or something? Anyway. Oh, yes. I mean, there are people that during the Ice Age, there were, you know... I guess they Where's were. Where's she going with this? There were people. But we're talking about woolly mammoths. I know there were people. They lived at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and part of the reason we believe they went extinct was through like human uh, hunting. Mm. But my point is that this gene CRISPR technology, because we're scientists here on the show, um, allows them to edit the genes of like the Asian elephant such that you can bring back some of the traits and the qualities and match the genome of the original woolly mammoths, which I'm sure they have the original DNA sequencing from like the frozen samples up in the Arctic, right? Yes, it's there's called de-extinction. There's one problem. They wanted to bring these animals back and release them into... Woodbury! Not Woodbury. <laughs> By the way, put a pin in that. Uh, and also the ghost, ghost. thing, because we never got Woodbury to the ghost. Woodbury ghost, okay. Um, they, the, the ideal environment for these woolly mammoths is siberia there's a problem with that we don't like them yeah we're like russia's at war with ukraine Mm -hmm. so they're thinking that that might be the only barrier at this point to those early uh introduction experiments i want to correct my we don't like them because that is horrible for me to say no you meant we don't like putin yeah we don't like Russia One leader who's making bad decisions Thank you. for a group of Thank people you for clarifying who are yourself. totally. Yeah, I know what you I knew what you. Yeah, meant, well, honey. I just don't want anyone to hear that and think that I'm an awful person. Oh, no, no, no. You're not an awful person. OK, I got <sighs> not stuck that you needed there. me to tell you that. Um, anyway, the moral of the story is that the one barrier to reintroduction might be that they were planning to do this in Siberia. And obviously that's not going to happen. Well, we can do it up in the Arctic Circle, like near like. In Barrow, Alaska, or yeah. some, or Woodbury, know, or Woodbury, it gets very cold there. Do people in Woodbury say Woodbury? This is something that Kenny backs me up on, because people go, oh, "Why do you say it like that, Woodbury?" Is that how people? I mean, I don't know. I'm earnestly asking because I've heard some people say Woodbury, which is I always Kenny thought it was Woodbury. Woodbury. Yeah, Woodbury. But, but, uh, but I see it and say Bury. I can see, but it's kind of like when I moved to Minnesota, I used to, like, when I first drove by Southdale, I thought it was uh, Adina, uh-huh. you know, because you yeah. looked at it and you're like, I don't know how yeah. to pronounce that. Well, and they were like, oh, no, it's Edina. I think like, it's either way with this. Also, uh, why do they have a hernia? Somebody <laughs> pointed out to me <laughs> that you wouldn't say buried. Like, I'm going to bury my friend. Yeah. You but know? that doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying that the town made that. His name is Bradley. What? Oh, nothing. I'm going to bury my friend. Oh, I... What? Anyway. When we come back from (laughs) Wooly Mammoth, you'll explain that joke in the break, right? (laughs) We have to talk about Fergie and Lisa Marie. Ooh, the story gets weirder and weirder, and we'll hear why when we return right here on My Talk 107. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. We're all about entertainment here. And um, my gosh, you have a story about Fergie and Lisa Marie. Fergie, not from the Black Eyed Peas, but Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York. Yes. Um, Not the other Fergie. Lisa Marie, they were friends and we kind of were like, 
How did they become friends? How did they meet? It seems like an odd pairing. Yeah, and I also then want to tell you a little about a little bit about Priscilla because you I forgot it. we had that story too, and I just want to make sure we get to that because I think that's kind of juicy. But here's the thing: so we saw Fergie, of course, speak at the memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley, and they had nicknames for each other. They called, or she, well, she called. Lisa Sissy. I think they called each other Sissy, didn't she say that? Anyway, moral of the story is that surprised me because I was like, I didn't know the Duchess of York was friends with Lisa Marie Presley. Royalty, American royalty and British royalty. Um, Because she's, you know, anyway, this is what she said. Sissy, this is for you with affection. My late mother-in-law used to say that nothing can begin to take away the anguish and the pain of these moments because grief is the price we pay for love and how right she was. She's had a rough year, too. Um, well, even rougher for some other reasons. Yeah. But the Daily Mail had somebody figure out, like, they went digging to find out where this friendship began. And apparently their friendship was, like, over 15 years. Like, they literally have been friends for that long. And they say, and again, it's the Daily Mail, so take them for what they're worth, that this was born of deep trust and support. Quote, they hit it off on all sorts of levels. She She talks of them bonding like sisters. This is somebody speaking about Sarah Ferguson, mm-hmm. you know, recounting how they know each other. I'm like, I bet they're just talking to Sarah Ferguson because Sarah Ferguson... <laughs> is like the kind of person who would just call up the Daily Mail. Yeah. But like they got to pretend just, that she wouldn't be the source. You know what I'm saying? Because anything that doesn't have to do with her ex-husband, Prince Andrew. Yeah. Like she, she ain't calling with, to talk about him. She's just like, let's let's focus over here. They live in a castle. Yes. Prince Nasty lives in a big. castle. But Prince Harry and Meghan and their kids have no security. That's right. Not that we're bitter. Uh, anyway, back to the relationship. Apparently, they had this overlapping social life, this overlapping social network. They had mm-hmm. a, a group of friends, which included, but were not limited to, Bob Geldof and his wife. Okay. Jeff Beck, who sadly died recently, yeah. uh, and his wife, Sandra. They met. That's how they all, you know, between this group of people, they all became friends, which is just so, it's so, when you get to that level of fame and and. uh the upper echelon yeah. of being uh, born into celebrity or being so uber rich and at the top of a music, all of music, yeah. <laughs> the music game. You're going to be hobnobbing with not just people like, you know, I don't know, other bands like Blink-182. <laughs> One of them's off hunting UFOs anyway. So he's busy. Really? Who does but that? Tom DeLonge. He oh, left the band to do that. To do the UFOs? Oh, yeah. Okay, wow. I'll put that in for next Tuesday okay. to talk about. Oh, sure. Yeah, please do. Um. So, yeah, so this is like they're running in circles that even some celebrities wouldn't even be yeah. into. Yeah, and they obviously clicked and connected on some level. So, I don't know, fascinating story. That's how, uh, you know, they, they basically just had mutual friends. It's not, right. not the most earth-shattering story, but at least now we know how that friendship came about. Okay. Quickly, I do want to give you another story, mm-hmm. and I would like to get to those um, bullet points, too, that I told you to put a pin in. Okay. But first, remember how Priscilla Presley is contesting the will of Lisa Marie? At least she's contesting this amendment that was put into the will uh-huh. that took her out of the role of um, trustee. trustee. Thank you. Well, where did you think that change came from because there was some suggestion that perhaps somebody else not lisa marie mm-hmm. took priscilla 
out of that role and left it solely to her kids, Riley and uh, the late Benjamin. I would think uh, the most likely person would be Michael Lockwood. And he is her ex. He is Lisa Marie's ex. He is the father of the twins, the 14-year-old twins, who will receive each a third of um, the estate. You know what math we didn't do is to see, were they together when this amendment happened in 2016? Ooh, that's a good question. Would you look Um, up when they were together? So again, Michael Lockwood, Lisa um, Marie Presley. So there was this amendment that took Priscilla out of the role. Then we saw that Priscilla decided to dispute that because she's like, this is not even Lisa Marie's handwriting. And also my name is spelled incorrectly. Like they tried to kick me off of this role as trustee and couldn't even spell my name correctly. And also the decision, the change was not notarized. So Priscilla was like, I'm not having this. I would like to, in addition to Riley, her daughter, uh, remain co-trustees. All right. I have. So they were married for a long time. 2006 to, I mean, for Hollywood. 2006 to 2021. Okay, so he would have been around at the time that that change was made, which seems like, again, we have no proof of this, but that would be, if if you were going to point the finger at someone who had a motive to change things, to remove Priscilla. I mean, maybe things were on the rocks, and he's like, I got to protect my, I got to get this woman out of the picture. Well, even if things aren't on the rocks and he just wants to be the one that's in control of the resources. That's true. Right? Like That's right. I mean, again, I don't know anything about him personally, but that if well, you were going to look a around. really bad taste in hats. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What is a bad taste in hats He wears of? lots of weird hats. Okay. <laughs> just like ones where you're like, no, nobody like should wear that. Like that hat, you know, no, that they wear in Wisconsin? not that. No. I'll show you. Okay. Nothing as bad as that. I mean, it's pretty bad. Look at this. People hat. in Wisconsin don't. This is a People magazine. That, if you just like. search People magazine, you can also see. Oh, that's like some Keith Urban stuff. That's so tall, though. It's like a top hat and a and a felt cowboy hat all in one with some Native American he's, spice in there. He's got some Keith Urban drag going on, don't you think? <laughs> drag, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but I wanted to just tell you that <laughs> now there's another story. That's making Priscilla look bad or trying to make oh, Priscilla no. look bad. Okay, what's been added now? Well, apparently the story, again, this is somebody called up page six and said, hey, here are some documents you might find interesting about Priscilla. They allege that she was making under a million dollars, just about $900,000 a year from Elvis Presley Enterprises, despite no stake in the company. So Lisa Marie, was- I don't want to get into the details because this will take us forever, but she sued... Barry Siegel, remember that name? Yes, he was the... Um, he was one of the co-trustees. Okay. Or co, uh, yeah, trustees, right? Of the will. Right. Executor. I don't remember the exact, if it was trustee or executor. It doesn't matter. They were, it was both Priscilla and Barry Siegel. Well, Lisa sued Barry Siegel in 2018 for negligently mishandling her money. Oh. And in the lawsuit said that he had allowed and in fact lobbied... Priscilla's seven-figure income. Lisa's lawyers at the time said that Priscilla had been paid even though Lisa's mother had no ownership nor in Elvis Presley Enterprises, right. nor was she performing any sort of executive-level work to justify the salary. What does that make Priscilla look like? Oh, a Like money she's grabber. out for money. Yes, I mean, she Who doesn't do anything to make money. would have given the documents to page six? Oh. Somebody who wants to make Priscilla look bad. Well, who's the person who wants to make Priscilla look bad? 
according Lisa, to your theory. Uh, um, well, Lisa Michael Lockwood. Yeah, exactly. So don't you think that this is a case of like Michael Lockwood calling up page six? Yes. After Lisa Marie filed this paperwork and like, oh, look who's looking for money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just... I mean, I don't know. I've looked into again, the ins and outs of Lisa Marie, and I'm not saying one is right and the other is wrong, but they just had a super contentious relationship. Like, it it was really messy. Yeah. And then ever since they divorced, there's been a fight, a custody fight for the kids and him taking advantage of the fact that, um, I've said this many times, but if you haven't heard it, you know, whenever Benjamin uh, passed away, her son, her son she was very, of course, just, I mean, Lisa Destroy. Marie, just destroyed. I mean, how can you just go on? It's just awful. So he took advantage of that. This is her ex-husband at the time, who is a father to her twins, petitioned the court saying, yeah, we think that the kids should come back to us full time because surely she's going to relapse after her son's death. It's so insensitive and just it, taking advantage of a situation that's like this woman is deeply in pain because she lost a child. And now you're going to take her other children away from her. Yeah. Because of the fear that she might relapse. I mean, ugh. and I will say, I don't know. Like, again, we have no idea what's really going on behind the scenes, but it does seem strange that. You know, you have because we don't know what uh, here's the thing you don't know. I'll just be clear. We don't know what Priscilla's motives were in contesting the will. We don't know if there are other people like Lisa Marie's ex, Michael Lockwood, Michael Lockwood, who have a financial interest in making sure that Priscilla isn't in charge. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we still have minor children that he's responsible for. So that would be the assumption. Right. Mm -hmm. If he does have an interest, it's because of the kids and Mm -hmm. he would control any or at least. I guess I don't know if he would control any of the the fortune of the kids. Well, but somebody in, is calling it's a up trust page. that they're in. You know, this money is in trust, but you can amend when they get the trust. You can like if you cut out grandma, then you know, your best interests as the sole parent alive are if grandma's not involved, then you exactly. know what I'm saying. Just and- the bot at the end of the day, what we do know is that money makes people do strange things, yes, does it not? It does. So it does. I just hope that for all in- concerned, that they are able to work things out so that the kids, because at the end of the day, all these people are going to be fine. Uh huh. Right, regardless of how this all plays Unless out. Unless Priscilla, Priscilla, I mean, she doesn't have an income anymore. Yeah, I guess nothing. I don't know. I hope You're she right. saved her money because she. I've always wondered how does she live. Well, because according to this, she was catching a, or, you know, cashing a check. Cashing a check from Elvis Presley Enterprises, which she wasn't, it's not, wasn't like Elvis willed his ex-wife part of the interest. She didn't have any interest in that. She had divorced him. So, or they had divorced, let's yeah. say. So she didn't have a way to make money. And I've always wondered, how does she survive? Well, that's how. Yeah. Because Lisa Marie was allowing her to, or, you know, this Barry Siegel guy. Yeah. was allowing her to have a salary of $900,000 a year yeah. or a million dollars a year yeah. for not doing anything. Yeah. So, so maybe Lisa Marie and Priscilla weren't, you Well, know? and remember, well, it was yesterday that we talked about this. I think it was yesterday that we read the story that said they didn't have a relationship. Right. And we were like, but that seems odd because they were sitting next to each other at the golden globes just two days before lisa marie died and they both had uh you know 
an interest in they let them into the process of Baz Luhrmann let them into the process of Elvis the movie yeah so they kind of put their stamp of approval on everything and I doubt they did that separately you know what I mean like they've always they've been seen together with Austin Butler on the it doesn't look like they didn't have a relationship yeah, so I don't it, know where that's they were coming fooling from us, but but again the tabloids are talking and somebody's talking to the tabloids we don't know who but we will continue to stay on top of that story and when we return Mike's got a new game he's going to spin that game show roulette wheel where it lands nobody knows <laughs> we'll find out when we return right here on my talk 1071 the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and stuff. We love games. We have games. <laughs> you say and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> Stop it. Pop culture entertainment and stuff. <laughs> okay, so it's time to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes. Not, not Mike Anger. Play a game. Mike Ganger. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, by the way, look at the overall standings. Uh, Don, you're a win away from tying everything up. Oh, How win. bloody oh, dare win you? Away. A win away. Just one victory. It is 10 Jeez, wins for Bradley, gosh, 9 so for Don. Let's spin the wheel and Jeez. find out <laughs> what we're going to be playing today. It's time for Name That Tune once again. Oh, this is a scary one. You guys always say this is scary and we that you're not any good at it, yet you always crush. So get a little more aggressive. I had a listener say, hey, they need to get more aggressive with their bidding. So. Yeah, I'm going to get aggressive. Oh, well, uh, okay. I'll be don't, don't make it too easy on us. <laughs> don't, I'm just saying, yeah. Right. It's, it's been, I'm going to do know, it in well, one. The thing that the listener doesn't know is that neither of us are confident. Going in. So but we're like, been, I don't want to do it. But you've been crushing. You've, okay. More times than not, the person who gets the bid gets it right. So I'm okay. just saying, get after it. So we're here we go. I flipped, get after it. I flipped a coin. Who wants to call it? Tails. It was Tails. Ooh. Ooh. Look at this. You get to bid first, Bradley. All right. You guys know the rules. It's simple. All we do is I give you a clue slash riddle slash whatever about the uh, particular tune. And you don't have to answer, obviously, the question. That's just going to give you a little bit of an idea of what the song is. Then the both of you go back and forth and bid how many seconds it will take you to get the correct answer. Are you ready? Yes. First one. This hit had two trips up the charts, once in the late 70s and again in the mid-80s after a slight genre change. Mm. Bradley, you are first for the bidding. How many seconds is it going to take you to get this one, do you think? Uh, Bob, I'm going to take this in four seconds. Four seconds. I am going to take this in three seconds, Bradley. Three seconds. Don, name that tune. Okay. Don, you got three seconds to name okay. this tune again the hit had two trips up the charts once in the mm-hmm. late 70s, again in the mid-80s after a slight genre change. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's three seconds of it. Oh, that is a Walk This Way. You're darn right it is. Good job, John! I, had all, I will always love you in my mind as it oh. was the sure answer, so it was oh, hard for my brain to change Dolly gears. To yes. Whitney. Nope, this one, of uh, course, 77, it was a hit for Aerosmith, and then it kind of started their career once again, once they had the uh, Run DMC version yeah. go up the oh, charts yeah. as well. So the same artist. Be confident, Dawn. Same artist. That's the first time help. you've done three, I think. Yeah. Nicely done. Okay. Proud of you. You get to go first as far <laughs> Thanks, as the bid. <laughs> you get to go first oh, as far as the bidding goes. You're going to start calling Mike Dad. Uh, hey, Dad. <laughs> so dumb. 
All right. Number two here for Name That Tune. You do both both watch MILF Manor. <laughs> we do. It's a great show. Yeah. The out-of-this-world music video for this tune was a four-time loser at the 2000 VMAs. Oh, can you say that again? Is it me the, or Brad? It's you. This? You get okay, to go first okay, on how okay. many seconds it's going to take you to answer. Can you say that again, please? The out-of-this-world music video for this tune was a four-time loser at the 2000 VMAs. 2000 VMAs. How many seconds will it take you I to will, get this one? I will name this in five seconds. Oh, sorry. Uh, I will name this in four seconds, Bob. I will name this in three seconds. Name that tune! All right, Don, you have uh, three seconds to name this tune. And again, if you get this, it's going to give you a pretty big advantage for the game. Okay. Let's see if you can do it. Three seconds. Here they are. Oh, God, are you kidding? Three seconds. Can you name that tune? That is Britney Spears. What's the tune? Oh, come on. You can do it. Baby, one more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, shoot. Bradley? Are He's you looking at me, me like I am. He's out a of this world. Oops, I did it oh, again. Oops, yeah. Dawn did it again. Dang it. I didn't do it again. I did it again, oh. but you didn't do it's it. It's just she's doing sexy baby. I don't get any and points it's for all that, of right? her. You do get the point because oh, you didn't I got get it right. Point. Yes, yes. yes you, queen. you don't get it right because you stole it. She Thanks, didn't get Brittany. it. Whoever doesn't get it right gets the point. Got yeah. It. By the way, that uh, red outfit in that music video changed my childhood. I'm oh, sure my it goodness. did. We will move on to the Life was a mess. <laughs> oh, that's the one on the airplane. Uh, it was on a different what, planet. Are you Googling it? Was... What are you doing? No. Oh. Yeah. Let's move on to number three. Are you two ready? Again, it's all tied up now. One, one. <laughs> Go ahead. Controversy surrounded every part of this song, but that didn't stop it from bring, being the number two hit on the 2013 year-end Billboard charts. Oh, Bradley, God. you are first. Uh, Bob, I can name that suit in four seconds. Uh, I can name that suit in three seconds. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. Don! <laughs> You look so weird when you, you do this. You gotta start taking video of this, of this bit because yeah. of his facial reactions. Okay, I'll do well, my I'm just best. 2013 controversy. It's three okay. seconds again. Okay, Contro- controversy surrounded every part of this song, but that didn't stop it from being the second biggest hit on the 2013 at Billboard year end charts. Here we go. Three seconds of it. Oh. Everybody get up. Oh. Name yeah. that tune. That is Robin Thicke. Um, You're very good at getting the artist, but this is not name that artist. This is name that tune. Come on. Pull it out. I have to sing it. But you can't, you you can't have, have time, much time. to sing it. I know. Need an answer. I, I can't. I, I don't remember. Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about this. Talk about it. My goal today was to take songs that seem obvious on the yeah. surface, be- but then it's a hard title to get. <laughs> dirty <Come> beyond. <laughs> this is Blurred Lines. Oh, it's yeah, Blurred Lines. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was controversial. Many different ways. Yes. Yeah. Before, then, when it came out, and then after it yeah, came out, well, it had Miley controversy all around it. Oof. Yes, there were lots of... Yeah, that was not a good time. Tongue out time. Mm-hmm. Always her tongue out. So Dawn did not get that one right. <laughs> I'm surprised. You, I thought you Oh uh, yeah, that was definitely my. Um, I was definitely in music radio at the time, and that uh, we played that song. Endlessly. What happened? 
I just, the name of this blurred lines, I don't know. It just doesn't fit. Look, my brain doesn't work for a musical title. Like, I have a hard time doing uh, the names and, of songs. And I specifically tried to make these ones that seemed obvious, like I said, on the surface, but the title made it maybe being a little bit more difficult. No, I yeah. like that you're Let's, making our brains work. This is going to help us in old age, Dawn. It it's will. like those um, games that what they did make you, you play. I for, what did you just say? I forgot. <laughs> We've got two more to roll through here, and okay. Dawn has, or excuse me, Bradley has a two-one lead because of these uh, how things have gone so I far. Today. Wait, I got a point because she didn't win. Remember, anyone who doesn't get the person, if you if you bid and say I can do it in this many, it. you get so, a point if you're right. If you're wrong, like the other person this. gets a point. Okay, I'm going to keep there's strategy going. involved. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, a- by not answering. AFI named this life-saving song ninth in their 100 Years 100 Songs. It's also top 200 in Rolling Stone's greatest songs of all time. Rolling Stone, greatest oh, songs God. of all time. Don, you're first, and we got to kind of pick it up a little bit here. Okay. Ooh, I, um, um, I can name that tune in five seconds. Don, I can name that tune in four seconds. Name that tune, Bradley. Bradley, you have four seconds. And again, if you get this right, that's it. All right. This is the W. Yeah, then what are we going to talk about for a minute? Oh, we'll, we'll figure something out. Okay. Here we go. Four seconds. What? That tune. <laughs> staying alive. Or do I need to say stay in? Is uh, the G no. on there? There is no G on there. Okay. Stay in. No, it's staying oh, alive. Oh my gosh. Good job, Bradley. Congratulations, me. Yeah, yeah. Life saving song because, of course, you can use that beat to uh, keep someone alive in, in CPR. Uh huh. It's true. Thank you to the office for explaining that to me. It's oh, okay. You mean the rip-off show of the really good office? Sure. That is the oh original? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the, the British no. OG. Yeah. What did what did uh, Dawn walk away with? Today? Oh, that's right. You are the winner, Bradley, which uh, big congratulations to you. You go up to you. 11 you. overall. Dawn, you are at nine wins, and uh, we don't have winners and losers here, though. We have winners and consolation prize winners. Dawn, you won this. I love it. Quality meat, seafood, and chicken dessert is fine. Deep fryer? Got leftover crumbs. You can bake or fry with golden dip. Deep fryer and golden dip seafood. Oh my God. Oh. Seasoning Fish coating or chicken. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's great. I'm Take so your pick. thrilled. You're going to have us over for fondue. Yeah. A little fondue, fried. fried. Yeah, you know, uh, the hot. Perch. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> perch fondue. Hot perch. I don't like those words. <laughs> hey, we are done, which okay. means Lori and Julia are up next. And uh, best of luck to them. However, tomorrow, our job is to take home more awards than we did yesterday. You got this, done, Mike, okay. thank you. Dawn, thank you. good luck tomorrow. Thank you. We'll be back from noon to three, but you can hear Dawn on the morning show for the last day of the MyTalk Awards at 8 a.m. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.